Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. You'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome. Thanks for being here. How is everyone doing? Just got home EC3 Con at the Mohegan Sun Casino. Uh, I talked about it uh, on Thursday's episode. It was where I was going to be all weekend, and what a weekend. And because I was at a, a casino all weekend, this episode is simply called Jackpot. <laughs> now, in all honesty, this is my fourth time doing this show. And I always say, know the show. I will say... I don't know if Mohegan Sun was pumping something into the air over the weekend uh, to get people to spend money, uh, but this was not like any other show uh, I've done up there at, at the casino, this show. Uh, on Saturday, the foot traffic was just constant, all day, constant. Um, the room was packed, and people were buying. People were spending money. Uh, and if you think about it, um, being at a casino, and I know this was kind of a good weekend um, to have the show. They had uh, a number of different things going on. I know I'm usually pretty good about getting a room at Mohegan when, uh, when we have the shows up there. And I signed up for this show, I think, back in November. And even at that time, I could not get a room. I mean, I probably could have gotten a room, but they were just outrageously priced. And there was just so much going on. They had comedians. They had this cannabis thing going on. They had a bridal expo going on. Uh, and there was a number of other things going on, people running around there. So uh, I know the hotel was packed all weekend, but it just it just felt like everybody coming in there were were card people or or pokemon people uh, i had the single biggest day on saturday at this show that i've had since the national last year in chicago unbelievable the amount of sales i did on saturday uh and i have to say i only had one i only not had but i only sold one card that was over 2k Everything else I sold was from dollar boxes up to $300. It was just in that price range. There was nothing. I don't think I had any slabbed card um, or even anything in a one touch that I sold that was over $300. So it just gives you the idea of, of what kind of, you know, what kind of inventory people were buying and being able to sell all that, that amount of inventory to do as well as I did. Um, I thought I knew the show. Uh, this was not the show that I knew. Uh, I sold out uh, football and Bowman U basketball. Uh, I had two good size, you know, display cases, and one case had all football 
and some hockey in it. And the other case had uh, the Bowman U basketball and some pop culture stuff in there. And uh, sold out on Saturday. I sold out all the football and almost all the Bowman U stuff. Probably maybe had four for one touch, you know, I probably started out with about 16, 18 things in one touches. I had about four left, uh, at the end of the day on Saturday. And by Sunday they were gone. I had nothing left of the Bowman U stuff. And, you know, I ended up bringing inventory back on Sunday. Um, I actually left, I left a busy show on Saturday. I mean, there was, that show was still busy on Saturday and late in the day on Saturday, somebody came around, bought two of my, uh, discount boxes, the whole box we went through, we negotiated, came up with a price, bought two of those boxes. I had nothing left, no football, nothing. Nobody was really buying pop culture didn't sell one hockey card. Although I talked to two other dealers that were selling hockey. They said they were killing it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I only had a handful of hockey cards in my case, but I didn't sell any hockey cards. So I knew like at this time by five o'clock on Saturday, this is what people were buying. And I'm thinking in my mind, like, what do I have at home? I mean, I have to be back here again tomorrow. What am I bringing? Um, I actually left that. That show is till six. I left just before five on Saturday uh, to come home, to go through boxes here in the office, to find inventory to bring back. I mean, I ended up bringing back some stuff that I earmarked to go to PSA that I was going to send out the gradings from football that I said, okay, let me just grab these, throw them in some one touches. And I'm going to, I'm going to bring them up and drop them in the case on Sunday. Um, it just, at this point, it just made sense, uh, to, to move some of those cards. Uh, and, and this was after, this was after Friday afternoon, which I knew was coming, uh, because I looked up online to PSA uh, that I had I had one of my orders for 116 cards that was being returned. And I thought when they sent me the thing, said the grades were ready, I'm like, I'm not even going to get these cards till Monday, so I'm not going to worry about it. Then I went back on Thursday and I looked because it shipped Thursday and it said, you'll have this tomorrow. And I said, oh, well, well let's see what happens. And Friday afternoon, sure enough, this showed up. So now I've got 116 graded cards fresh back from PSA, rip open the boxes. I'm going through them. I'm separating out cards. I'm going to hold, you know, football cards. I'm just going to hold women's soccer cards that some are for my PC and some are going also a hold, uh, for the summer, uh, for the national, uh, and baseball cards, which I started going through. I mean, I got great car great grades on these baseball cards in there from 2020, 21, 22. Um, you know, the Anthony Volpe's, the Bobby Witt Juniors, you know, a whole bunch of these guys that uh, I, I think are going to do just fine. But right now, I just think that the prices are down as like I didn't want to rush these things off to the first show and and lose out on them. I, I, I think I'm going to hold these for at least another month or just watch the prices to see where you know, where they're going and what makes the most sense to put those out. So now I've got a lot of cards I'm going through saying, okay, this can't go, that can't go, this can't go. And I'm doing this on Friday. And now I've got all these stuff. I'm like, oh, I mean, I've got more than enough. I'm thinking to myself, more than enough inventory. Like I, it, it, I was almost, I'm thinking to myself, there's no way I'm going to sell, sell all this stuff. And in fact, on Friday, as I'm doing this, I'm like, I, I'm already golden for next week. Right. Because I not only do I have this show this weekend, but I'm already looking to the to next weekend to the card vault show. 
uh, that I have next weekend at Foxwood. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm golden. Like I don't have to do, not going to have to do much work this week. I got did all the work this week before this show. I'll leave everything boxed up and I just bring it, you know, the following weekend to Foxwood. I had no idea I was going to go up there Saturday and just sell out case, a whole case out there, uh, a showcase out there. It was, it was just incredible, you know, the sales that I had on Saturday. Uh, so now, now <laughs> where I thought I was golden, now I'm going to spend the week scrambling, try to figure out what, what inventory I'm going to be putting in my, uh, putting in my cases next week, you know, and even the boxes, I mean, like my dollar boxes got torn through. Uh, I sold a couple boxes, like full boxes. Guys just came in and bought full boxes of my stuff. So, and, and I want to say too, cause a lot of people ask me as soon as I say, wow, oh, I had a great day. I sold all these, these cards. Everybody. The first thing they say is repackers, repackers. Oh, it was the repackers. No, I didn't. I didn't even see one repacker. If they were there on Saturday or Sunday, I did not see them. They did not come to my table. So this was not this was not somebody coming in, one person coming in and buying 30 or 40 slabs. This was individually people just buying one or two. You know, I, I think the most I sold to any one person was some cards out of the discount and, and two cards out of my case, whether it be a graded or a one touched card out of my case. But that was it. So it was it was really a lot of single sales, not any bulk sales that I did besides, obviously besides selling my, uh, you know, my boxes that were full of cards, uh, people were buying money was being spent, but I know from talking to people, a lot of people, and, and this is something, I mean, I don't think it's new because I, I talk to a lot of people, you know, who do this. I'm, I'm always different. I always like to have money in my pocket, but there's a lot of people that are just showing up to the show with no money, just grabbing some cards and saying, yeah, I'm going to a card show. They walk around and they start selling their cards and, you know, take the cash. I know the cash is just rolling around the room, just changing hands. Um, you know, they're, they're selling their cards, they're taking the cash and they're going shopping. I mean, I had a couple of people, a couple of kids that came up and uh, one of the cards that I got back from PSA was a Jerry Rice downtown uh, and it was a PSA 10, came back a PSA 10. And, uh, you know, his buddy was saying to him, there you go, you finally found these. Like I bought the Kaboom, you know, and, and, and you buy the downtown. And he's like, you think? And he's like, dude, all the money you made today. And that's how I started talking to these guys. And he's like, yeah, probably. I mean, he just pulled out a, I don't know what they were selling, what they came in selling, but you know, they pulled out a bankroll kid, pulled out a bankroll, young kid too, boom, peeled off, you know, the money and said, yeah, I'll take it. And, and I think, I think being able to be able to shop like that, even at their ages, right. And I say their ages, what are they? Maybe 16. 15, 16, 17, maybe something like that too. But that's, I mean, it's good for the hobby. It's good for the room. Uh, and, and it's good both ways. It's good for them here. They're entrepreneurs, right? They're bringing cards in. I don't know where they came from, what, what they're into them for, but they're coming in, they're moving the cards in the room, they're taking the cash and they're putting the cash back into the room somewhere else. So it's almost like a win-win rolling around, rolling around the room. So, um, Definitely, definitely a good weekend. And one thing, you know, you hear people say all the time, you know, about this show, uh, too much Pokemon. There's too much Pokemon there. Uh, now, I was in the front row. You know, I was all the way down. Uh, I was uh, try to, 
you know, set the stage where I am. So if you came into the room, there were tables against the wall. You're looking at the whole room with tables in front of you. If you took a right, I was going down towards where a lot of the, the, the voice, uh, the voiceover actors are there. They're doing their autographing. There was a lot of Pokemon down that end. I was that end. I was the last sports card table before four, about four or five tables to the end of the row. And it was all, all Pokemon stuff. And I can say that area was packed. That area, I mean, they held their own over the, the Pokemon people. They really held their own down there. Uh, I, I know I'd been at this show before and I've seen the Pokemon cards and, and stuff like that, but I, I, you know what? I never really noticed. I never really was sitting back and saying, wow, like there, there is a huge market for this stuff. And, and, you know, a couple of people were standing there and they were looking at, like, we were talking, we're doing sports cards and they're looking down and, you know, some of the people were saying, man, maybe I should get in the Pokemon. Like, look at all these people down there. And it was, and at times they were more crowded down there than, than the sports cards were up here, you know, at, 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 at times. So yeah, it, it was definitely, they were definitely holding their own there. Um, and you know what? I mean, that people complain about, you know, uh, Pokemon being there, but look, if, if there's people selling Pokemon at the table, it's less competition for me, right? Every table that's got Pokemon there is less competition, less people that I have, I have, I'm competing with to sell my cards. And I think, and I want to say this and I want to, because I think this is really important to say is that I always pride myself on the cards that I put in my case. Like I try not to have the same card that everybody else has in their case where, and I've talked about this, where somebody comes in and says, Oh, you've got, you know, this Mahomes, whatever. And then they're going to go find that card around the room. And if they want to buy it, they're going to find whoever's going to sell them the cheapest. Now I'm not saying I'm the only guy in the room with certain cards, but when I go out and I look for cards, I, you know, I look for the cool factor in the cards too. And, and I'll just give you, you know, a, for instance, like, you know, everybody's talking about like a silver prism, but like a, a blue cracked ice for like an Anthony Richardson, a nice color match, something like that. I just think that's, you're not going to see that at every table. You're going to see, you know, a lot of these retail cards that, you know, are being pulled out, you know, and you do, you see, I saw a ton of them, but then all of a sudden I've got cards, you know, where people are coming up and they're like, Oh, and I see them stopping and they're looking and they're pulling out how much for this, how much for that. Can I see this card? Can I see that card? And I know that they haven't seen these cards anywhere else in the room that I had, you know, some of these, and some of them were from the Don Russ set, you know, just, just kind of some cool, these purple stat lines, number to 500 and, a, um, you know, an optic, um, you know, an optic hollow card, just things like that, that people are like, they get it. They're getting excited about, and they're not, they're not overly expensive. I mean, if you look them up, I mean, a lot of those cards are like 60 bucks, 50 bucks for, they're not, they're not like two, three, $400 cards. Right. But they're just different. They just look different. And I think that's what people are looking for at the show. And I think having that mentality for me is really what pays off on a day, on a weekend like this, at a show like this, where people, everybody come in and we know everybody's looking for Stroud and Richardson, you know, and then there's, you know, maybe a couple of Will Levis people and stuff like that, but the, everybody's kind of looking for the same thing. So 
if we all for all sitting there with the base rookies or or the you know the the stuff that's coming out of retail that we're you're pulling out of blasters and there's and i'm not even saying that they're you know they're abundant because they're not because i've opened lots of blasters and you know you don't you're not pulling them out of every blaster but still just having something a little bit different i think is really important and it makes a big difference when people are shopping and looking around because then they see the card they say okay now i haven't seen this card in the room maybe that's the card i want because it may be an easier flip or an easy easier you know more of a liquid card to move it after i get it somewhere else so i you know, I think that's that's pretty important. Uh, every dealer I talk to at this show, uh, on both sides, you know, sports cards and Pokemon, all said it was an amazing show. Not one person, you know, that was set up there said to me, "Oh, it was terrible. I had a terrible show." It was every single person I asked or talked to, and you know, it was just they said they just had a great show. It was it was, it was definitely you know, a, a nice morale boost, a nice hobby morale boost, you know, because a lot of times, you know, if you show up and a show is slow and people aren't buying, you know, if there's, it just puts that mood in the room and people are complaining and things like that. Saw none of that this weekend. People were excited. They're smiling, talking about sales and, and, you know, talking about buying a ton of stuff, talking about turning over their inventory, which I did, which was, which is important for me. It's important that as a dealer, that if you're setting up at a lot of the same shows to have different stuff to be put in your case all the time, I don't want somebody to come and look in and say, oh yeah, I know this guy. Cause he always has these same cards in his case all the time. Right. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, shout out to Scott uh, Sky Up Signings for putting all the work into this show, uh, keeping it growing, getting bigger and better each time. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a good show. It was a great show, and uh, I think uh, I think it's just going to continue to get even bigger and bigger. Um, as for me, even though I was in the front row, it wasn't as good buy. It wasn't a really good buying spot for me just because where I was positioned in the front row, but that's okay. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it, you know, I didn't get many opportunities, but the opportunities I did get, I capitalized on when I could Uh funny story uh, later in the day on Saturday, uh, I'm stressing a little. I mean, I've sold all my inventory in my mind. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to be picking up at home to bring back uh, on Sunday. Um, and a guy walks up. He's going through my dollar boxes. And he says, are you buying or trading? And I say, yeah, let me see what you got. So he takes his backpack. He unzips the backpack and he just turns it over on. He goes, "Could I? can I drop? you know, put the cards out on, on my display case. I'm like, yeah, he just drops them on there. A whole bunch of cards come tumbling out, bouncing around, you know, all graded slabs, you know, no, no, uh, sleeves on them, nothing on them. Just, just, just the slabs themselves. And I'm looking, I'm like, Oh my God, that looks like an 86 Jordan rookie right there. And I see PSA nine and I reach in the file and I pull it out and I'm like, is this for real? I'm like, did you just dump this stuff on my thing and this card right here? And he's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, is this like, I, I was dumbfounded. I'm like, who treats a card like this? I says to the guy, you can't treat your cards like this. 
I went and I grabbed some uh, some sleeves and I started sleeving up the guys. And he's standing there looking at me. I'm like, I mean, you, you're going to ruin these cards. You got to sleeve these cards up. I said, you got to take care of these cards. Uh, you know, I went through his cards. They were, they were just huge cards, huge cards. Um, I say to myself, of course, finally a buying opportunity comes. Uh, and these are definitely not the cards that I'm, I'm looking to buy, you know, that I'm buying to flip, you know, to flip out of, uh, a number of people I knew who may be interested in these cards. I sent them to see some people. He talked to some people and, and he ended up making a few deals in there, which is good. I'm, you know, I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad he was able to make a deal in there. It was just not, not a lane I was looking to get into, uh, Speaking of buying, my guy Neil from New Hampshire, he shows up with the Trinity Rodman rookie blue auto raw. And he says, yeah, I'm looking to trade that. I'm like, okay, well, what are you trading? I mean, just look at my case. I'm he said, nah, not something here. I see. He said, I'm going to go look for some vintage. And that was one thing about the show. There wasn't a lot of vintage at the show. And I'm telling him, look, there's no vintage here. Don't, don't even go looking. I, I start throwing him solid offers at the card. I'm like, come on, just sell me the card, you know, at the end of the, you know, at the end he walked out, he said, no, let me walk around. He walked around, he came back. He just wasn't ready to sell the card. Uh, I, I, let me tell you, if he was ready to sell it, I'd be holding that card up to you right now. He just wasn't ready to sell it, but I'm holding it to hold, holding him to it because he told me, he promised me, give me first shot at that card. Uh, and, and, and any of those, any of those, you know, Rodman, those blues, the purples, those, those rookie autos, I, I, I don't mind owning extra, uh, of those. I did buy a couple of raw cards, uh, from my guy, Vince, uh, who I know he won these cards in a break. And I think he was planning on holding on to them. And then all of a sudden at the end of the day, he was like, if you're interested in them here and he pulled them out, um, I'll hold them up. It's the uh, it's an Anthony Richardson uh, silver prism. If you're on YouTube, you can see it, and the Anthony Anthony Richardson uh, oranged uh, cracked ice. So both look surfaces look nice, corners look nice, centering looks good from what I can see. So I'm definitely going to uh, go through these cards. Uh, during the week, make sure they're gradable and send them off to PSA. You know, I talked about the uh, Sam Laporta gold wave uh, that, well, actually, my wife actually pulled uh, last week. And I, I brought that with me. I threw it in a one touch. I threw it in the case. You know, there were no sales on the card. One person, there's only 10 of them, right? One person's got one for sale, um, selling on eBay for $1,100. So, I threw it in, in a one touch and I threw it in there with an $1,100 price. I matched that price on it. Like, you know, and I'm sitting in there on Saturday late in the day. And, uh, you know, somebody asked a couple of people said, wow, that's really nice. They looked at the card. Uh, but I just started thinking, I mean, is that what the, is that what the value is? Like there's only one other person who put, who has this card. Right. And I'm sure in a way they probably just made up a price. They don't want to sell it too cheap. They don't know if they're, you know, how, how they came up with that price, but it was just interesting. I mean, these are the things I think about is like how quickly I decided that price looked good. And I just went with it that I said, well, I'm just going to match this guy's price. Like I have no idea that card could be worth twice as much to the right person. 
right? Or or it it or not, right? Or it could be half of that. I mean, who really knows what what that price is? Somebody else, another dealer came up to me uh this weekend and said and they saw that car and they're like, oh, I just bought that tank bigs tank bigsby of that car. Yeah, I paid twenty dollars for it. Gold wave prism paid twenty dollars for it. Like who how does somebody how does somebody decide that that's that's the price for their card? Twenty dollars for a, a gold wave prison. Even though the guy's a backup running back, he's still a rookie. It's a rookie card. So I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, I didn't get any offers. People love the card, and a lot of people who listen to the podcast came up and said, "Oh, that's the card. That's the card." Like they all knew the card. They saw the card, and I said, "You know what?" card looks really good a few people that i i trust i mean i know it just slightly off center a little bit but it's not too bad i said maybe i'm re i should be rethinking this maybe i should send this thing off to psa uh and get it graded again there's only 10 of them so it, on something like that i mean it, the pop count's not going to be any higher than 10 right on anything so even if it comes back a nine if, if there's a, a you know a big sam laporta correct collector out there I mean, who, who knows what it could be worth to him? And, and the other ones may grade poor, you know, or may, people may not grade them at all. Um, and the chances of having a, a big Sam Laporta collector at the Mohegan Sun Show or next week at Foxwoods are probably pretty slim. Anybody buying that is going to, you know, see if they could flip that or, or move it somewhere else. So I'm thinking maybe it may be better for me to... Uh, you know, take the time, send it off for grading and, you know, bring it to a bigger show uh, and, and possibly the national or, or, you know, just put it online, uh, you know, an online auction to get more eyes on it. I mean, I'm not sure. I, I guess I'll have to see what this, if this other one sells, because if the other one sells, the, the person who owns another one, they're, they're probably going to dictate the comp if they do sell that and if they take a best offer and what they take they're going to dictate what that comp is on that card so we'll see i'll i'll keep you updated but you know these are the things i i i think to myself sometimes like am i just so much on 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 autopilot and the hobby that i'm like oh i got this great card let me look up a comp somebody's selling one at this i'm going to put that price on mine like you know, sometimes I, I, I maybe, maybe we should think, and maybe I should think maybe a little bit more or think it through a little bit more, but this may be, uh, you know, this may be a better card just to get graded and, uh, you know, get more eyes on it and see what happens. Uh, another buying opportunity, first thing Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, there was a line outside the door. Um, so the door opens and most people come in and go to the left. Like I could see where the, the crowd was going the other direction away from me. And then there was this group of four guys that just all of a sudden just came wandering down the other way. Uh, they stopped at my table, started going through my discount boxes, you know, and I asked uh, one of them, Hey, you guys selling any cars, anything for sale? Cause they were all holding, you know, cases. And the one, you know, two of them were just like pointing to their friend. So he, uh, he reached and, and I'm going to say something else too, which is very interesting because I talked about this probably season two, uh, just talked about things that I do at a show. And one, one of the things was I never actually give people my case, right? I'll open the case, take a few cards out. And, and I think it just leaves me in control uh, what's going on. And I've noticed now over the last few shows, 
Nobody's letting you in their cases anymore. You know, nobody's opening the case up and saying, yeah, go ahead and go through it because I'm waiting. They're like, oh, it's okay. I put the case on there. I'm like, yeah. And they're facing it towards themselves and they're going in and pulling things out. And this is what happened here. Uh, You know, he reached into his case and he took out um, a few baseball cards and, and, you know, I just said, nah, I really don't do baseball. I said, do you have any football? What else do you have in there? He's like, no, no, everything else, nothing else in there is for sale. And I said, okay. Uh, So he looked through the cards a little bit and he started to walk away and his friend was talking to him and he stopped and he walked back and he just reached into his pocket and he pulled out this uh, Will Levis Select XRC Redemption. So I'll just hold that up there if you were on uh, YouTube. So it is sealed. Uh, and I had good luck. You know, I talked about I bought the Anthony Richardson, one of those uh, down at the White Plains show, and I sent it for grading and it came back at 10. So uh, the price on this was 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 very good. I mean, this the price on this right now is is really not that high. Uh, so and I like, though, you know, you know, everyone knows I like these XRCs. So uh, made a deal, uh, ended up buying it from him. And um, I'll probably send it out. I hope. I hope I can repeat. I hope. I hope it will grade. You know, grade as well as the uh, the Richardson card did. Uh, shout out to everyone who stopped by to say hello. You know, I'm doing this week in and week out, talking to this camera. You know, I see the numbers. I know how many people are listening. But it's nice when you go to shows and just people you don't know are coming up and saying, hey, I love the podcast. This is what I like about it. This is what I like about you. Please don't stop. Keep it going. Uh, man, that that just energizes me. It's so great not to be numbers anymore, but real people coming up and saying, yes, I listened to this. And uh, I just want to tell everybody how much I appreciate everyone who stops me and says they love the podcast and they listen to it. Um, Just really, really energizes me. And a huge thank you to everyone, everyone who, who stops by, who stopped by this weekend and just stops by or sees me at shows in general and just stops me. And I, 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 Please approach me. Very approachable. I love to talk to people. And if you see me anywhere, anytime, just come up, say hello, please. Uh, that's it. That's my wrap-up of the Mohegan Show. I was surprised. There was no one more surprised than me of how good how good this show was and what, what the sales were. Um, just blew all expectations you know, right out of the water. I was not expecting all that I did. And now it puts pressure on me this week to be able to, you know, fill a table at, at, at the uh, card vault show, uh, for, with, with inventory. I've really got, I really got my work cut out for me. So, uh, stay tuned Thursday. I will update you on <laughs> where, uh, where, where I'm coming up with inventory to, to get my table full. Um, But that's it. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you.